Forgive us, Father, for we are about to sin and be very naughty boys. Alright, boys and girls, it's time to grab your cup of coffee and sit down on that there couch. Because it's me, Mark. And you're Brandon. I am Brandon. You bitch. You're supposed to follow up. I like this follow up. And, uh, well, welcome to Sunshine. Uh, wait, fuck. I always fuck up the name. Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. So, uh. Um, sleepy. Yeah, we're. F- oh, fuck, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, like. Joined, joined that. It's starting the day off with that vape niche. You gotta hit the vape right now, dude. I gotta. That's what's keeping me alive right now. <laughs> uh, so, we decided. That uh, since we hit the halfway point of, of 2020, and we just decided we want to talk about how fucked up this year has been. Like, holy shit. I thought 2018 and 2019 were, were rough, but, like, fucking 2020 has been something else entirely. Yeah, it's been uh, – it has certainly become – it's going to – this year is going to be known as a landmark year. This is like, gonna. This is like our generation's 1969. Hey, I don't know what happened in 1969. So like a I can't. lot happened in 1969. Yeah. What you had the moon landing. You had the Manson family murders. Oh shit! Yeah, that's true. The the, the moon landing happened. Um, but yeah, like like most years, you know, they're kind of a roller coaster. This year has just been like the whole ass theme park. <laughs> yeah. Like let's 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 break down. Let's talk about January, okay? So in okay. January alone, fucking January. Yeah. January. We we started off the year with protests in Hong Kong for their for their independence, which mm-hmm. God knows they deserve it. China really just needs to let them have their fucking thing. Um Well, it's so crazy because Hong Kong's a very unique situation because of the British um having kind of reign over them for so long and then just out of nowhere i mean they were like this little island in the middle of (laughs) essentially around china and then you just got this old british colony and then like during the 90s they're like all right (laughs) y'all y'all have some fun out of here oh you're gonna be fine on your own why are the british rednecks that's my question um just a bunch of fucking backwater hicks well, the British are nothing more than just hicks with fancy accents. You know, my favorite part of British accents is that they didn't have them, like, during the Revolutionary period. It was after America, like, won their independence, and they wanted to be like, fuck those Americans, that they started using actual accents. I love it. Uh, that's just the most, that's the most spiteful thing. It's so pe- it's so petty. I love it. I love it so much. So yeah. So we started with Hong Kong with their protests, which again, totally like justifiable. Like I I would I get it. Yeah. And then fucking Australia was on fire. There were Good air Lord. Yeah. There were airstrike airstrikes in Iran from America. To clarify, we we were airstriking in Iran. Yeah. Uh, basically, we were on the verge of fucking World War Three. Oh yeah, we were right and, there at the front door. We were knocking on it too. Like and and like the UK left the United Nations. Uh, I think it was also um, Gibraltar also left it. Uh, like so, like a lot of shit went down just in January. You know, we started getting the impeachment trials for Donald Trump. <laughs> like, and then all of a feels sudden, like, like forever ago. I know it feels like that was so long ago, but it was like it was this year. Like yeah. it was this fucking year. That's that's how bad of a year we've had. Is like the impeachment of Donald Trump is just kind of like a footnote at this point. I know. Could you imagine had that gone differently? What our situation would look like right now? Jesus Christ! I don't even want to. Like that's we, that's so. We would have had. We would have had a, a Mike Pence run. Oh God! I don't yeah. know what's worse. Like this is this is a really <laughs> fucking disturbing like what if story like. Like, on one hand, it's bad. On the other hand, it's bad. Like, there's no good solution here. No, there, there is never... 
Yeah. There's never going to be easy. There's never going to be a right answer. Oh, but true. Yeah. There is a certain thing that you could have done better. I mean, a lot of things, but yeah. And then, like, right as the end of January is rolling around, we get the first hints about you know the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the World Health Organization's like, hey guys, just say so, just so you guys have it on your radar. This is. It's just little thing, you know. It it might kill people. We don't. Well, we'll emails see. were going out as far back as like November, uh, October. Yeah, and like, there's a lot of people that are speculating because in uh, in California there were a lot of people getting sick, um, and everyone just assumed chalked it up to like pneumonia, the flu, th- things like that. My sister actually got sick when we were in San Diego over the holidays, uh-huh. and after like revisiting and looking over all the symptoms of coronavirus, like we were like, she might have actually straight up had COVID. Maybe. And like, I mean, they don't, they don't know exactly when the first cases would have gotten here because we had no idea what it was. But yeah, they said it would be pretty safe to assume that if you had flu-like symptoms and didn't test positive for the flu, you probably had the first strand. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's entirely possible that that happened. And God, fuck, that's scary, isn't it? I mean, not, not really. I mean, if you lived. Yeah, I mean, if you lived, like – Fuck, like the, I don't even know what the death toll for COVID-19 is at this point. I think the last thing that I saw was uh, 111,000. Mm, I think it's higher something. than that. I think we're in, the, in America alone probably, but like I think like internationally we've hit like over 400,000 deaths so far. Mm. Let me see. Let me see. I got I got the wiki page pulled up. Let me pull up the. Yeah, but so, they're not always as accurate. That's fair. That's actually that's valid. So the thing that's funny about January is like if you're looking at the calendar of things of events that happened, like almost every single day there was. Okay, some... yeah, we're sitting at a hundred, uh, hundred seventeen thousand. Jesus, but like we're quick. We're quickly getting to a hundred eighteen thousand by the looks of this. Yeah. Well. We've had 2.12 million confirmed cases. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Fuck, that's old. That's an old fucking thing. Um, yeah, so still, like, like January. I, I still love it. It's still a great meme. Like January, you couldn't like turn without seeing some news happening on pretty much a daily basis of some like potentially world-threatening thing happening. Every, I think everybody was just watching, and we're kind of just sitting there. Just uh, like, I love the. I was speaking of memes. I love the meme where it's like, "All right, so who had murder bees for for May?" Speaking <laughs> of the uh, fucking murder bees, we had the murder hornets, and they were like, "It was like, oh yeah, guys, watch out! These fucking killer hornets from, uh, what was it uh, China or Japan or something like that?" Uh, yeah, it was f- somewhere, somewhere in somewhere in the in Eastern Asia. And, like, that was, like, a huge deal for, like, a week. And now it's all, like, oh, yeah, right. by the way, they're gone. We're good. We, they put out that one video of that murder hornet being devoured by a praying mantis. And they're, like, so, yeah, here's the size comparison. Yeah, guys, looks like we're fine. We'll be totally no, fine. we'll be fine. Does everybody have a praying mantis on their shoulder and you'll be fine? I mean, I'd fucking have a praying mantis. Those things are fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's, and then we get to then we get to February. Um like it just like things, things just they didn't get better. They just they like we had the stock market crash for the first time, like that it's crashed this hard since like two thousand eight. Uh, yeah. We've we've had, well, I mean that's pretty much that's that's that pretty much sums up February, honestly. Well, I mean February was just that whole just wave of and wave of misinformation and downplaying of the situation from the presidency and the the current administration and uh i mean it was i mean there was so much downplay that even i was like well if they're not worried about it they don't seem to be worried about it jesus christ no kidding like like like, i think we're gonna be fine like right why if we had taken it a little bit seriously, like don't get me wrong, I don't like I don't like Donald Trump. I was like at the same time, like he's still the president. He still has like a team of people that work for him, and they've got to have a hold on this situation at least a little bit, right? 
So if they're telling me not to worry, I shouldn't be too worried. I mean, to Meanwhile, be fair. I'm phone calls from my mom telling me to stock up on canned goods and toilet paper because I'm not going to be able to leave my house. I'm like, Mom, you're being ridiculous. Just I will not, not going to be that way. I had the same thoughts. I was just like, people are fucking panicking. This is ridiculous. Everything's going to be fine. And then, like, you know, give it a couple of weeks and everything just goes down the shitter even more. And I'm like, oh, okay, then this is actually a real thing. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, and then I had to do the extremely difficult thing of telling my mom that she was right. Ugh. Here's, here's the great thing is I have not had to do that to my parents. My parents, I'll leave their, I'll leave, I'll leave Mark and Vicky's name uh, anonymous, but uh, yeah, totally did that. Uh, <laughs> my father is convinced, and I'm, I feel safe saying that because there is no way in hell he is ever going to listen to me saying a, a thing on this podcast. My father is convinced I he's cannot wait. When that's proved wrong. Oh, my God. That would be... I'm going to come mean, out with a, like a, our own little Maury Povich little meme. Oh, continue Just with this moment. Here's the thing, though, is, is my... I, I'm not worried about it. My dad, my dad is... Uh, oh, what, what's the right word for him? Like, he's like the opposite of a doomsday prepper. He's just convinced that our president has everything in hand. But his own at-home remedy for, for his immune system and beating the COVID situation uh -huh. is garlic and blueberries. Him and my mom. Okay, he, so he, you've got a superfood and a, a lot of antioxidants. It, which yeah. Is, which is great. I mean, those are great for your, you know, your immune system and your body and stuff, but... Um, that's uh, that's, that's not, not all you need, buddy. It's not gonna cure um, anything. It's just, and I mean, you eat a lot of garlic. It's gonna make you know. It's gonna help with your heart and stuff. But yeah, well, my my dad's solution. And is, you're gonna have disgusting breath. But their their entire diet right now is garlic and blueberries. I'm not I'm not kidding when I say he was like, yeah, I roast up 20 cloves of garlic every morning for me and 20 oh, cloves of garlic every God. morning for for your mom. And I'm like. That's phenomenal, but what's that going to do for you? And he's like, oh, I'm going to beat this. Th this thing ain't going to get either of us. And I was like, well, how, what are you doing aside from garlic? He's like, I got – okay, so when you usually go to the store, what's the usual – like they usually measure the blueberries in like ounces and stuff, right? Or like you get the little container of blueberries, right? Sure. His measurement is I have a gallon of blueberries on the seat next to me, a gallon of blueberries – and I'm just like, you're eating does a gallon eat of... A, does he eat that much? That is his day? daily food intake. 20 gloves of garlic. That is terrible. And a gallon of blueberries. I like blueberries as much as anybody else. But, those yeah, but fuckers, I'm not going to fucking sit down and eat a goddamn gallon of blueberries every day and 20 cloves of garlic. Those fuckers are so expensive. Like He's going to end up looking like uh, Veronica from... <laughs> That wasn't Veruca. What's her name? The blueberry girl. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Violet. violet. She's turning violet. It's fucking too early for me to get into Willy Wonka shit. Oh, it's always too early for me to get into Willy Wonka shit. This oh. is your fault for making me do this so early. Hey, man, I was like, let's do it at 9 o'clock, and you're like, ah, let's do it at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, at 9 o'clock, I still would have been like this getting up. You're always grumpy getting up. I've seen you first thing in the morning. Yeah, I'm terrible in the morning. Oh, fuck. But, like, yeah. No, and here's here, – okay, so, uh, again, with things that are becoming uh, footnotes to 2020, uh, we've – all but confirmed the existence of aliens. Do you remember the Air Force released photographs, like official photographs of? Yeah, like, that wasn't even at that point when if they released that, they're like, "This is the perfect time to release this news." Like, like what the nobody's fuck? Nobody's gonna care. Like, like, like I watched, uh, I looked at it, and I was like, "Huh." I know. I was like, I was like, "Oh wow, they're finally fucking owning up to that." All right. Yeah, like, I just, I honestly couldn't. I did not care at all. Meanwhile. Um, <laughs> Tom DeLong 
of uh, Blink-182 is just sitting there like, God damn it, it's about time. I put so much money at work into getting aliens. Like, it was so fucking like... We was... lost Tom DeLonge to aliens. He's no longer part of Blink-182 because of fucking aliens. No, I, yeah, like, it, seriously, it, it's just so like... At this point, it was just like, wow, it took this long? All right, cool. And, like, I was just, I was just so fucking shocked they could have released they could have released that the kennedy assassination was a total inside job that lyndon baines johnson was in on and actually was the man on the grassy knoll who shot the president and nobody would have cared no seriously everyone would have been just like oh wow shocking like they at this point they can release they could the government could get away with releasing just about anything and we'd, we'd all just be like oh wow shocker they finally came out and said it yeah, no, nobody, nobody would have cared. No one would have bat an eye. Like I, like during this this quarantine. I mean, I don't, I can't. You can't even call it a quarantine anymore. People aren't on lockdown, even though, like, honestly, we, we still have stay at home orders in some cities. Like Austin's one of them. Yeah, nobody's no, li- nobody's listening. Nobody's fucking listening. Like, I'm not kidding. So I went to a, so I went to a haunted house last night. Um, which you went to a haunted house in the middle of June. So the, the haunted house that we have in Salt Lake, it's called nightmare on 13th. It's, it's actually on 13th street and it's usually, I would hope so. I swear to God, if it was one of those dumb things where it's like, it's Friday the 13th. It's nightmare on, on, on Elm street and the Friday the 13th. No. So what they do is they're usually open on the, on, uh, over Halloween as one would expect. Uh-huh. But um, also, they every every Friday the thirteenth they open up and do like a one time like a one night thing, so it's like it's a huge deal um, because like in Salt Lake because of the the high volume of Mormon population, there's not really a whole lot to do, like as far as like the like are thrills you insinuating or that Mormons might be boring. No, what I'm insinuating is that there's so few things that Mormons can do for thrills. Like, they can't drink. They, they don't drink coffee. I know. Like, so it's like they have so few things that they can do for thrills, and, like, this haunted house is where they go for their thrills, right? I still feel like you're just saying that Mormons, Mormons are poor. Are yeah, Mormon, Mormons and you're are not wrong. I, I've lived, I lived here in my youth. I've, I'm very well aware. In your youth? Yeah, in my youth. That's... And that's not offensive because it was named after the Utes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like there were so many people that got tickets for this haunted house. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, right. Um, so we had there was Friday the Thirteenth was late. Were there a lot of people at this thing, dude? I was shocked at how many people were there. So um, uh, was there any social distancing happening? Yes, the the haunted house was really good about keeping uh, parties six feet apart. Oh, that's good. Like, like the, the they were they were doing a, a phenomenal job. Like, normally it's one of those haunted houses where if you give consent, the like the, the <laughs> whoa, what kind of haunted mansion is this where you're giving consent? Like, like because in a lot of haunted houses, uh, the the actors in the haunted house can like touch you and stuff. Nope, I'm out. Yeah, no, I absolutely fuck. I I fucking hate it. But um, so because it the, of COVID, they were like none of the actors would even make physical contact with you. Uh, you had to stay six feet apart from the the uh, parties in front of you and behind you. All of the the workers that weren't wearing like actual masks were wearing. Man, nothing's you know, as scary like some guy coming at you and then stopping six feet away with a chainsaw. Well, because all of the actors were actually wearing like masks, and um, from my understanding, they were also wearing like uh, the breathing masks underneath their like costume masks. Oh God, those poor people. They were like, I felt. Like I gotta be honest, like working in a I've worked in a haunted house before, and working in a haunted house is rough enough. But when you have yeah. to go through all those extra steps, it's just a fucking nightmare. The guy's not screaming at you and trying to scare you. He's just breathing really hard and can't catch his breath. Please just kill me. I'm not kidding. This isn't part of the act. Just kill me. <laughs> it goes completely out of character. Put a gun to my just head and screaming. end it all. I wish they gave me a real knife so I could just seppuku myself. Man, that scarecrow is really upset about life. Yo, they actually does not a, seem happy. But yeah, so like, and and there were so many people there. They they were like, okay, so here's your check in. Just mm-hmm. uh, scan the scan the QR code, 
and uh, once your party is like up to go, we'll send you a, a text message. And I was like, oh, I. There were, I would say, like we we got there when they opened the door at seven thirty. We ended up waiting until like nine fifteen just to get in the door. Good lord. And it was scary. I got scared. I was a little bitch. I screamed like a bitch. God, the the idea of you screaming, like that coming out of like your frame, because you're a tall dude. I and then on top of that, just the <laughs> the sound of sheer terror and screaming. <laughs> like when we were going up, I, so when I when we got there, I was looking at this castle, and I'm like, man, this is the campiest fucking haunted house I've ever it seen. It would be like watching Vincent D'Onofrio scream like a little girl. Like when he got his arm bitten off in Jurassic World. I'm guessing you haven't seen Jurassic World? Is Vincent D'Onofrio in that? Dude, he's the douchebag in that movie. Is he? Dude, are you serious? Yes. Yeah, he's uh so like the guy that works for InGen in Jurassic World, he's he that's him. Hold on. I'm gonna I need to check this. Are you really doubting me at this point? I'm not saying I'm doubting you, I just need to see it with my own eyes. Yeah, so uh yeah, he's so anyway, um like when I got there I was looking at it, I was like, This looks so campy and I, like I'm thinking, okay, so it's a bunch of Mormons, like how bad could this possibly be? And I was like, you know, I was just like, oh, this should be fun. Like, I'm happy, I'm excited for this. And I get inside, and like, as soon as I step through the door, total bitch mode kicks in. I'm like, oh no, like this is actually like this is actually happening now. And I'm yeah. like, I like it's like I don't do well with like thrills. I'm not the kind of guy that that's like a thrill seeker. So I'm like, in line, like the you know, laughing and joking with the with who I was there with, and like. As soon as we get to the door, and we're like, they're like, okay, so it's a party of two. You guys go and uh, stand behind, stand next to door number two. They're gonna go in. You're gonna take a quick couple of pictures, and then you'll get to actually go into the house. And I'm like, or into the into the the haunted house part. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And we huh, get into he the, was. Yeah, I told you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you, man. I know. I know when Vincent D'Onofrio is in a film. I recognize him. Um, so like we're standing in the photo area and. Because it so so it's it looks like the backstage of a theater like of a theater department right okay and which I you're very a, well acquainted with super well acquainted with so when I see a doorway I'm thinking fuck something's gonna pop out of that doorway so they can get a legitimate fear like shot on us yeah and I don't so like they're like all right let's get a, the first picture let's just have smiles and I was and we had our masks on obviously and, like, and because it was a theater department you were terrified that they actually had your dad that was going to run through that door screaming at you and make you relive traumatic <laughs> memories from high school did, that, that's that's all it was was just them making oh you my relive god I knew it experiences but um so like I'm like they're like okay so just smile for the first shot and then we'll do like you guys screaming on the second shot and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So first shot's just smiling. They're like, yeah, just a, just a quick smile. And then I'm like, cool. So they snap the first picture, and I'm like, they want fear, so they're going to probably try to actually terrorize us. So I'm keeping an eye on the door that I see because, like, there's, like, the door that we're supposed to go through, and then there's just, like, a second door. And I'm uh -huh. like, and I'm like, I've heard the people doing their scream shots before, and it sounded like true fear. And I'm like, I don't know that I trust you guys. I don't know <laughs> Good. You that shouldn't. you're not going to pop something out of that door. So, like, I'm already going in absolutely fucking horrified about what's going to happen. Nothing actually happened. They, they just snapped a second picture, and I looked genuinely terrified. <laughs> but it wasn't because I was screaming. It was I was so mentally and emotionally set up to be scared that I was scaring myself. So that's what that gets into one of the – pinnacles of fear that i absolutely love which is why like one of my favorite movies is um uh from from like the 50s it's a black and white film is i think it's called like house on haunted hill or like haunted house or the, the haunting of uh, hill house maybe maybe that's i it's been so long since i watched it but i found it to be one of the most legitimately terrifying movies I had ever seen because um, it really just left things to your imagination. There were no monsters or anything. There's no, there weren't any like jump scares either. It was just 
the kind of the director just toying with you. Just the suspense. Like I can yeah, handle suspense. Pure I'm, building of suspense. I love suspense films. I, I have no problem with suspense films. It's jump scares that do it for me. Um, and that's all that this was. No, let me phrase it. There was a lot of suspense, like a lot of just build up. Sorry, The Haunting of Hill House was the Netflix. Right. So the series. Haunting of Hill House was the, the the movie was or the TV series is based off of the the book The Haunting of Hill House, right. which was made into a movie back in the sixties. Um, make sure. Or but back then, but this one from the sixties was just called The Haunting. But fuck, I don't yeah, know. The Haunting, nineteen sixty three. Yeah. But um, speaking of, I've been watching The Haunting at Hill House. I love it. It's great. It off topic. So have you finished it? No, I uh, I just got to the. Uh, I think I just finished. Hit the halfway part, uh, halfway point. Um, spoiler alert: uh, If you haven't watched the series, uh, stop listening for about fifteen seconds. Uh, I just got to the point where where Nell died. Okay, cool. Like where it actually shows her dying, and let me tell yeah. you that that fucked me up. Like I was watching, I was like, no, no. All right, so uh, we got a little sidetrack there, but like on the topic of the movie industry, can we talk about how fucking trolls world tour? fucked up the movie industry going has the forward. potential to completely derail the movie industry as we know it like for real like the last movie i saw in theaters was sonic the hedgehog i'm not a sh- i'm not like unhappy about that because i actually really enjoyed that movie so it's actually on jasmine and i's watch list because Dude, we've heard such good things about it like if you want like 90s Jim Carrey. This is 90s Jim Carrey again. I mean, that's kind of what the trailers kind of lead to. Like, you're going to get, like, this crazy it was Like, you know, just true performance. I was so worried that it was going to be just, like, that's all you got was those little snippets you saw. But, no, mm-hmm. it was that version of Jim Carrey all throughout. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, and also, like... Yeah, it's, definitely, it's definitely on our watch list. We're definitely going to do it at some point. Uh, yeah, and hearing Ben uh, – when I heard that Ben Schwartz was going to be voicing Sonic, I was just like, really? Like, you're going to have fucking – John. You're going to have John Paul Raffio or John Raffio, whatever, voice this guy? Yeah, John And then Raffio. I heard it, and I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking great. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, overall, really good movie. Anyway, Trolls World Tour proved that people don't need to go to the theater to spend money to watch a movie because people spent fucking – hella money on watching Trolls World Tour at home. So so much more money than what was originally projected for that movie to make. Dude, the thing is, it's, that's the third Trolls movie. That's not even like Wait people a minute, waiting no. for... It's yeah. the second one. That's the second one. I'm sorry. It's the third you're Trolls... You're thinking about the holiday I'm one. I'm thinking of the holiday one. You're right, you're right. But it's still, like, people don't usually spend... Like, that I much mean, on I'm sure I'm sure they would love that you consider the holiday... One, uh, a Trolls 2. So the yeah. thing about the Trolls holiday movie is is when I first experienced that, I haven't watched it. I just know of its existence. Uh, we were it was, it was when we were road tripping from Salt Lake City to San Diego for the holidays because my niece watched that fucking thing on loop for hours. So oh, right, I would, right. I would fall asleep in the car to the beginning of the Trolls movie or the Trolls holiday special and uh-huh. then wake up like a couple hours later and it's still playing didn't realize it's because she would just replay it over and over again. So I was oh, like, gotcha. I'd, I'd wake up, like I'd go to sleep at like like 10 o'clock in the morning, wake up at noon, and it's still playing. I'm like, man, this is a fucking long kids movie. What's going on? <laughs> um, so you, you see where I'm coming from when I think that Trolls World Tour is the third one. But I want to see. Oh, yeah, no, I absolutely understand. Um, so we, sit, we, we see that like, like Trolls, the original Trolls made like $346 million or something like that, right? Yeah. So... On uh, they did an article on uh, Cinema Blend back on April twenty eighth uh, that said that as of that day, that Trolls World Tour had made uh, within the three weeks of its initial release, it made over a hundred million dollars in rental sales. That's within yeah, three is, weeks. Yeah, which is insane. And so, and that's just domestic. That's so. Yeah. If we're talking just like domestic. And then, I mean, that's already for an animated film. That's for kids. Yeah, no, like I mean, shit. Like I think up to that point, I think Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom might have held the record for a bit, but like that just fucking blew it out of the water, dude. Yeah. So, but hey, good, good on Trolls too. I'm probably not going to watch it. 
Uh, I've seen a little part of it because I was over at um, my bass player's house and his little son was watching it. So. And so you naturally you laid right on the floor, right in front of the TV on your Feet belly with your legs up. kicked up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as no. one does. No, actually, I went and played music. Jasmine watched it. with. Because ah. <laughs> yeah, Jasmine that's... loved the first Trolls movie. I got about five minutes in, and I was like, this sucks. And I turned See, around. and I said the same thing, and Jasmine said the same thing, too. And then oh, she geez. just kept, she kept watching it. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is actually <laughs> really good. So February was a bitch. Boy, was it. Okay, look, we've been talking for quite a bit already, uh, but we're going to have to cut this in half. Because otherwise, this is going to be a super long episode. All right. Well, I think I think that we can we can put a pin in this hat for now. Yeah, and then uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday with the second half of what we've had from 2020 so far. Yes. Yes. And uh, in the meantime, to tide you guys over, Brandon wanted to talk very heavily about Plandemic, so. Uh, We'll have a little short mini episode coming out real soon about Plandemic, and uh, then on Monday we'll have the big bad boy of 2020, part two. It's a reluctant conversation of Plandemic because I hate bringing it into the conversation, especially now since we're a little bit past it where people aren't talking about nearly as much. But, but it's, still, it's still a very important footnote in this still year. important to what's happened and uh, it still infuriates me. Yeah. Even as we record this and I'm uh, wrapping at the tail end of a vacation, I, uh, I got in, once again got into it with some family members that totally are just believing it. All right. So we've talked about January and February. Then we got derailed. Let's talk about March. The events in March can be summed up in, in two things. You mean Clusterfuck March? Clusterfuck March. Everything closed. Italy was the first nation that went on total lockdown on, I think it was the 9th of March. And uh, everybody else kind of just followed suit after that global pandemic, you know, status. Um, and also, like, on a, on a, on a less terrible note, uh, North Macedonia joined NATO. So, like, I, I don't know what that means, but, like, they did it. Yeah. Um, then April came around and more shit closed down. Well, and so also I think with March we should we should really address how – I mean because, yeah, everything closed. But Dude, March was a fucking nightmare. I don't, I don't watch the news. I typically. hate the news. Because I, I, don't, I don't like watching the news. It's, it's so depressing all the time. Um, I get my important, any important news that I need to find, like either friends will tell me or I'll see them share it on Facebook or something, and then I kind of go down the wormhole from there as far as researching and yeah. building my own opinion off of things. Yeah, as one um, does. But I, I know we mentioned it at, like, the top of this, but just the whole, like, slew of misinformation that was coming out during March. Yeah, like, holy shit. I just, mean, like, holy. it was like whiplash. And then, of course, the news is like, everybody is dying. There are so many deaths. We can't even count how many deaths there are. Actually, but they could because they were like, another thousand people died today. And they're like, holy shit. Um, I mean, just I, the cases, case numbers kept climbing. Um, and like, like we it, had total misinformation coming out from the White House, from the CDC, and uh, what what was infuriating for me is I'm like, all right, clearly we've never been in a situation like this, and we're kind of having to go by the seat of our pants. One because the Trump administration completely got rid of their pandemic. Um, task force their original oh, yeah. one um and i think what that was back in 2018 or something that they got rid of them yeah something like and, that. and uh yeah so this new task force and stuff that we had had no idea going into it I, i'm sure i'm sure I, I mean i haven't really looked into like uh dr burks and uh, uh dr anthony fauci's um kind of experience at all with I know they're both part of the center of center of infectious disease and the stuff CDC like that. Yeah. yeah well I think he was part of a different 
Oh, different, a different area. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to remember exactly what department he worked for. Um, and then on top of that, you had, I don't know what kind of experience, if they were part of that original team that were still brought back. I don't know. I didn't look into who was on that original team at all, but it was just an absolute like mess because first the uh, of course the general uh, the surgeon general was like you know we don't have to wear masks and then they were like oh we should wear masks um which is fine because you're gonna have new information and that's one of the things that really bothered me really showed me and bothered me about this whole pandemic experience as a whole is um we there are so many people, especially in this country, and I'm speaking purely from this country's perspective. I can't speak for other countries' perspective. Um, we, For whatever reason, Americans are like, you told us this bit of information, and now you're telling us something new? How dare you? Were you lying to us the entire time? Hold on a second. Are things not allowed to change as we learn things? Like, what what is wrong? Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, heaven forbid anybody decides, you know, to learn anything off of new information that becomes available. Like, one of the other things that has infuriated me lately is everybody's freaking out about, like, oh, they, they, what, it's super rare now? Because the, the, the um, World Wide Health Organization came out with the uh, – that it's actually decently rare for um, asymptomatic uh, carriers to um, transmit the disease or the virus, whatever we want to, the, you know, the COVID. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, so originally, because they were like, oh, these asymptomatics, you know, the people that are carrying it could be infecting tons of people and they have no idea. One, that was released like right when we first found out about asymptomatic people and people are like how how so they lied to us now they made a big deal about this and now it's not a big deal now it's rare like hold up calm the fuck down information is allowed to change as we get new information and we need to deal with that information as it comes sure was it inconvenience was it a little bit was it a terrifying time sure absolutely i was there i was having anxiety attacks almost every day yeah but at the same time the, these people are just that they are people they are they are not infallible well the thing um, that, the thing that pisses me off most about the american public as a whole is everyone is just so quick to be like well it, it, this is obviously a conspiracy every like uh, oh well oh. i will say that is just a small very vocal you know it's a small group of people that are just very loud yeah um, well, like also, I mean, we set up – this is the perfect Petri dish for uh, conspiracy thought to be – Oh, absolutely. Like the, two, the one that's, that's very commonly heard right now is that fucking 5G causes coronavirus. I don't, I don't get that. Like people um, are – So really what that kind of comes down to is the fear of 5G, and I, I don't I – lo I, look – I'll be honest, I love conspiracy thought. I find it fascinating and um, very interesting. Um, but for me, in order for a for it to be interesting, it has to be well thought out. Yeah, and this one just wasn't. Partly plausible. Uh, what I was from what I was seeing about like 5G and stuff is just from and I saw someone posted up uh, a political cartoon from when they were first introducing electricity and power lines. Yeah. Was this like person who was standing underneath like these power lines just being electrocuted and everything was going to hell in the city because of the power lines. I was like, "Hold on." Like this is just the same thing. Oh as back then. Yeah, You're it's just scared of the new technology that's coming out. Change is bad, don't you know? Yeah, change is bad. But so another theory that I heard, it actually almost directly relates to the five G thing, is that Bill Gates is the one that created the coronavirus. Oh well, you know why? So it's Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci, and um, they're they're the ones who are part of the the some like new world order or whatnot. You know, the hot new wrestlers, Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, going to smack down in the New World Order. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. People are fucking uh, stupid. Yeah. Um, the one thing, the one thing about, um, um, the, as far as conspiracy theories go that, um, I did, uh, I, I didn't, I did not get into any of the 5g arguments because it was just too stupid. And frankly, it wasn't hurting anybody. I was just like, eh, this is just dumb conspiracy thought that old people and people who are susceptible to conspiracy thought are going to totally buy into, and there's nothing I can change about that. Yeah. Um, the one conspiracy theory that um, absolutely infuriated me was the clip for um, Plandemic that they released. Holy shit. My fuck my, my parents, I told you they've gone off the rails. Like they've gone off the yeah. deep end like garlic and, and blueberries. My mom shared that, the the pandemic oh, video God. on her Facebook page. My older brother called her out on it. And Attaboy. my parents haven't spoken to any of the children since then. Like well, we have not healthy at all. Like we have not heard from our parents like in a couple of months at this point. Have you talk to them are you sure they're still alive they're still alive oh they're still okay. alive but like i was just because I they was... still post conspiracy thought on facebook oh no after they after they got called out they stopped posting so um no but no my sister my my, my youngest sister who's currently living with them is confirmed i i just saw one of her uh, uh i'm ashamed to have to say this i saw she posted a video on tiktok today so i know that she's at least alive so why is that shameful there's a lot of really cool things that come out of tiktok yeah i there's a lot of not great things coming out of TikTok. sure absolutely but i've been really enjoying sorry to go off topic a little bit but you man like up. we never do that right no never we never go off topic ever we are very professional Wait, this is sun this is sun time with the bla the bla sleepy boys the uh, the blaze boys this is the sleepy we're sleepy shine blow so blow job boys Wow, I, yeah. that was a that was a stroke. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. Fun fact. I don't. Uh, for those of you that know, the Easter Bear has started making appearances on TikTok. Oh boy. Oh boy. Easter Bear oh sure boy is right. <laughs> Easter um, bush. Their Easter Bear sure is a, sure is something. But so, anyways, finish up my point about TikTok. There have been a lot of new uh, music, like our actual like artists that have come out of TikTok. Oh yeah, I actually phenomenal. like their releases. They're really good. Yeah, no, there, I, um, there's no argument from here. It's just, it just, it got a go bad. Check out Suburban. Suburban, I'll write that yeah. fucking thing down here. I've actually got a pen and paper right here. Listen. Uh, oh wow, I can hear it. It's such a loud pen. Yeah. Uh, suburban. Uh, it's and then of course, I mean that fueled and so what was interesting was there were so many people that believed in the five G thing that then just rolled the five G into the pandemic thing and it turned into its own monster conspiracy theory. And then like the other thing, the other things that like really fucked up everything going uh, going on is uh, Trump suspended his like America's funding to the World Health Organization and oh like, I know in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of a pandemic but yeah, um makes sense now, now and Smart. then also there was also that that meteor that was supposed to come very close to hitting earth in in April we had the like I said the the photos from uh, the Pentagon with the UFOs and all that shit um, and and those were just like hey yeah whatever it's 2020 what do you expect y yeah like yeah. Like there's not even anything to really say about those UFO pictures because it was just like such a such a minor thing at that point. Yeah, in the me well, the meteor. I mean, it was a the meteor did come very close to Earth. right. It came within like. But did you like, actually? Did you look at the map to see? Uh, no, I didn't. I always find it. I mean, it. Yes, it was close, but it was close for space. Right. It was like so. point it was like point two astrological units or something like that. It wasn't like crazy close. Yeah. But like the fact that it was as close as it was is still like like all right, well there's another one that we can check off on twenty twenty bingo. Yeah. Um and then but like and then you know the the Pope actually had had gotten up and he did one of those the prayers that they do for like Easter and Christmas. It's like the I think it's Urbi at Orbi blessing or something. I, I don't speak Latin and I'm not Catholic, so I don't know how yeah, it's actually pronounced. But the fact that he came out and did that in the middle of a pandemic, like, really shows that the Catholic Church is like, they, like they understand that this is an issue here. Well, and then in comparison to American churches, 
where we're going to have our services anyways because Jesus heals all, and we've got machines and lasers that will shoot it from as soon as it enters the building, like sniper rifle. Yeah. I fucking hate just whatever. You have your own religion. Yeah, have, stuff. have your religion. But we're the gonna it, but the thing is, it, yeah, though. have your religion. Um, don't don't look at your uh, congregation as fat little piggy banks coming in every Sunday morning because that's what that fucking is. You don't care about their souls. You care about the size of their goddamn wallets and what your coffers look like. Careful your yourself Texas and all is your showing. <laughs> your Texas is showing real hard, bud. That's that's my Virginia coming out. Yeah. Um. So, but now, now while everything is going to shit, there there has been some actual things that that weren't like super bad that actually happened in April. Yeah, um, we had some good news started by John Krasinski. What ha- What was that? Did you not watch it? I didn't watch it. It was just feel-good news just done oh, by John Krasinski. Yeah, I heard that he started doing that. I didn't actually – I haven't watched any of it yet. But like, it was a lot of fun. But, like, we've actually had some, some like, actual – like, not, not to say that what he has isn't real news, but, like, really it cool was real things news. happened. Yeah, no, but, like uh, – so we've got – the European Space Agency has a probe uh, – it's like the Pepsi Cola or something like that. That the uh, Pepsis. The Bep the Bep the Bepi Colombo or something like that. The uh, Bepo. Yeah, it finished its like orbiting of Earth for a while and yeah. it's on its way to Venus. Uh so we might get to see some of them Venus dinosaurs pretty soon here, which I'm excited about. What v- Venus dinosaurs? Yeah, don't you know the, the 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 whole thing about dinosaurs? I think Carl Sagan was the one that did this. Um, he was saying, like, deductive reasoning is, goes something like this. So when the dinosaurs walked the Earth, the Earth was uh, – the um, atmosphere was a lot denser and a lot thicker, which meant that okay. things grow larger, right? Sure. Um, and uh, it was a lot warmer. It, uh, was, it was known to be a lot warmer, a lot more humid uh, back in the dinosaur era. And one of the reasons yeah. one of the reasons we've never actually been able to see the surface of Venus is because of how dense the atmosphere is, which in turn means sure. that it's probably hot and humid, which in turn means dinosaurs. Oh, very interesting um, stream of consciousness deductive reasoning you just brought up there. Um, I would like to bring up one issue. Do you think? That Earth was as hot as Venus is now back then. I mean, have you seen those Earth Chan photographs? I, I don't. I don't oh. know. Oh, buddy, I'm about to change your whole no, fucking life. No, please don't. Nope, I've, I'm doing I, it. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, so no, I don't think that Earth has ever been even remotely close to how hot uh, the uh, – Venus is on a daily. Venus is on a, on a daily. Um, so Earth, Earth Chan, of course, because – anime fans are fucking degenerates is uh just a cute anime character based on earth and there's a lot of photos of her like you know begging us to stop polluting her things like that oh i have seen that my favorite thing with earth chan to date is i swear to god oh what if you do what i think you're about to do i don't think you know what i'm about to do i'm scared is the uh because of how the flat earthers are um one of the things I've seen is Earth Chan complaining, like, I'm not flat, and, like, it shows her with, like, huge badonkaroos. Is that what you thought I was going with? Yeah. Are you scared? Well, not anymore. Well, here comes no. the photograph. Oh, no. no I'm just kidding. I, I can't find a good one. Um, a good but, yeah, one? A good one. Because all the ones I'm finding right now on Google are all, like, the ones of her begging us to stop polluting, and they all look like she's just gotten her ass kicked. Oh. And I'm like, that's that's so sad. Ah, there we go. It's just Found sad. It. That's not fun. Oh, like that right. one's not fun. This one's fine. This one's fine. I'm gonna drop it right on in here, potentially. Oh fuck me. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. So, what was that? Where was I going with that? Oh yeah, Venus. Venus being really hot. There's probably not dinosaurs though, as much as I'd love for that to be a thing. Yeah, that's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Also, on the topic of space, uh, we discovered a black hole that is visible to the human eye, and like it was just like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool things that on a normal daily basis people would be like, whoa, oh my god, it's so cool. Look at it. 
But now it's just like, oh, yeah, cool. I wish this wasn't such a horrible, horrible life experience that we're having as, a na- as like, a world. Yeah. Um, also, with Earth-Chan, there's a lot of really bad stuff. But, yeah, there was so – so because, again, anime fans are degenerates, even though I, I can say that because I am one, um, a lot of people were doing, like, the black hole eating Earth-Chan. And the yeah. black hole is characterized as a like a a tall, like oh, no. well endowed woman. Oh no! And I'm sure you can imagine how bad that went. Yeah. But. Yep. All right. All right. So tell me about this millipede. So uh, it's only it's not a big fossil. It's it's actually a pretty small fossil. But the fact that they found this new fossil, like fossilized millipede. Uh, is huge because it's the oldest known land animal that they've ever found fossils for, mm-hmm. which is like a huge deal. I don't know if you know this, but like, like every time you find a new fossil, it's it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. Because like, and I, and you know me, I was always a dinosaur guy, and and I love. How many dinosaurs uh, could you name? God, I think my limit I ever got up to on stage was like thirty-five. Um, For those of you that don't know, Mark would get up at open mics and just name different dinosaurs. Yeah, and that was good. Um, let me see. Fuck, where did they find it? Ah, they found it in uh, on the island of Carrera in the Scottish Inner uh, Hebra, Hebrids, Hebrides, uh, whatever the fuck Boy. it is. But yeah, so this thing's like over four, two, over 425 million years old, which for those of you that don't know is almost as old as, as uh, Brandon's mom. Why did you bring my mother? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it totally uncalled for. You know, the fun fact is they didn't actually find a new millipede. I just wanted to call your mom old. Wow. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. They they, this is they actually found it. My mom's younger than your mom. uh, That's probably true. Um, No, I. I, It is true. Joking. I'm joking. They actually did find a a millipede uh, in Ireland of all places to find something like that. Um, and it's a big deal. Uh, we also, of course, had the launch of SpaceX into into space, which I don't know if you watched that live thing. But I did. Like, that was awesome to watch. All right, so let me tell you something. I've got a little anecdote about me. M- me watching um, SpaceX because I'm super yeah. excited about it. Yeah. So I was um, hanging out with um, my bass player and his wife and Jasmine and I. We went to a distillery in Blanco, Texas. And because um, I was picking up some bottles of whiskey from them. So we just made a day trip out of it. Right, because you're an alcoholic. Then, sure. I mean, there's no, I, I mean, I'm alcoholic, so I get it. I'm not an alcoholic. I just like whiskey. Okay, you're a whiskaholic. Sure. You drink that uh, whiskey. I mean, I'm drinking it right now. I so. figured you were. I could hear you over there just enjoying it. Mm, 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 mm. It's just so good, I can't help it. Yeah. Um, so we went to go pick up some bottles of whiskey and just made a day trip out of it because it's like an hour and a half outside of Austin. Right. And um, so we're an hour and a half outside of Austin. We stopped at um, – on our way home, we stopped at a restaurant, um, and I was feeling really apprehensive about the whole situation, uh, just uh, being in quarantine, keeping to ourselves, um, our – group of people that we hang out with are pretty much just members of my band and stuff. So I really don't hang out with anybody outside of that small circle of people. Right. Um, and, um, but they were like, yeah, let's stop. They got an outdoor patio and stuff. It'll be fine. I'm like, all right, cool. This will be fine. And they got TVs out on the back patio and they're, they're streaming the SpaceX launch. Like awesome, we'll get some drinks, get get some food. Well, we get in there, and you know, not a ton of people or anything. It's normal. The wait staff was not wearing masks, which I immediately was annoyed by. As um, you should be, yeah. Um, now, granted, I will give a little bit of context as to this restaurant. It is literally just out in the hill country. Um. Uh, right outside, like part of Austin, outside Austin. Um, and so, I mean, it. look, it is – these people already are not like super social like we are here in the city. So I understand that mentalities may be a bit different. Um, but that doesn't 
mean that the virus couldn't spread through them. In fact, rural uh, rural areas got hit. I mean, it's a rural area, and you know, so the mentalities are different. Yeah. Um. Uh, it turns out it was this vin- this restaurant's first night having live music since the pandemic. Gotcha. And that place was fucking crowded. And it wasn't like that when we first got there. Otherwise, I would have said, hell no, I'm not going in there. Right. Um, and uh, I'm just sitting there watching the SpaceX thing. I'm just like, all right, cool. I just want to watch this, you know, no biggie. See how it went and everything. And uh, I straight up had an anxiety attack. And I have never had an anxiety attack from social interactions or being around crowds of people. I have, it's ne- I have uh, panic attacks from like inner thoughts and uh, you know my own mini existential crises, crises that I have <laughs> almost on a weekly basis. Um, so this is the first time I had ever just like, uh, I've got to get out of here. I've got to go. I don't want to be here anymore. I, I don't want to do this. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I have no idea what I'm going to be like for a good while as far as going out in public and eating at a restaurant again. No, that so, that totally makes sense, though. Yeah, so that was that was an experience I never thought would happen. But, yeah. So, so but other than that, the SpaceX thing, I mean – that looked like fucking sci-fi to me. Those spacesuits and everything. I was like, man. Well, my favorite this part of it was straight up is like sci-fi. It's sleek. There are touch screens in there. That thing's automated. Like, are you kidding me? They had a fucking dinosaur stuffed animal with them, and I was just like, this is great. We're putting a dinosaur in space. Mm-hmm. Oh, ridiculous. But I loved it. First time in nearly a decade that we had actually had a space launch in the United States. It was amazing to see yeah. that. So, guys, we've 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 talked about a lot of shit for uh, for 2020. Like, there's been a lot of stuff going on, and the there is an obvious elephant in the room as to things that are going on right now in 2020. That, That's what the thing is in here with me. That well, I mean, I keep telling you, I'll take him over here for a while, but you won't let me. Well, it's um, really, man. Have you tried shipping an elephant? It's yeah, so true. expensive. It is. But and you got to have so many peanuts in there to keep him, you know, f- keep it fed the whole way there. You are making a huge joke out of a very important seri- uh, very important <laughs> topic I'm about to bring up, you fucker. Um, we we as the sleepy boys feel that it would be a huge disservice to put this as a footnote on our on our podcast here. Um, so we're actually going to be taking an entirely different um, session to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement that should have ended a long time ago. That should not oh, be an issue. That should not be an issue in 2020. But we're not oh. going to talk about that today. It would be a huge disservice to everybody that's a part of this movement to talk about it at the I end. I don't want to wrap it in. Yeah, I didn't feel right wrapping it into, uh, you know. Um, a, the last like three minutes. Yeah, which is why I made the elephant joke because exactly this is the next one's not going to be the, the next joking. one is going to be a very very serious talk. Uh, uh, yeah, I I think both of us can say that we've had a lot of time to think, but I mean also at the same time, I mean we're we're trying to figure out just as much as the next person who's trying to figure out like how can we help and so. Uh, I so, get like I mean it's a little bit of a stream of consciousness kind of dealing with what happened, but also um, I, we're gonna be blunt. We're gonna be honest, and it's uh, gonna it's gonna be the bullshit. So yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a very real talk. It's not gonna be oh yeah fun fun times that we t- tend to usually have. But um, yeah, well uh, I think we've remembered 2020 to date, haven't we? Well. <laughs> I guess we still got a long way to go. We're only halfway there. Like we and legitimately we are halfway there and we are living on a prayer. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. But uh yeah, so guys, thank you for 
tuning in to this shit show of a year that we've been having. And uh, thank you for turning in, tuning into this shit show of a show that we. Thank did. you for turning into <laughs> sleepy. T- or uh, fuck. Uh, I'm gonna mess that one up every fucking time we say it, aren't I? Maybe. Thank you for tuning in to Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. I'm going to get a fucking bulletin board and just put that in right in front of me so I can see it every time I need to say it. There you go. You do what you got to do, boo. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, like, I, like we said, next time's going to be a little bit more of a, a serious down-to-earth conversation. But um, we eagerly look forward to it. And uh, like, as always, I've been Mark. I've been Brandon. And, and we are, am. And we are best friends. We are best friends. But uh, and y'all are y'all are our new friends, yay! But uh, thanks, guys. Y'all Check. can't come over though. You guys can't come <laughs> over just yet, but uh, you maybe maybe someday. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>